Hey y'all, welcome to Grace Grind and Growth, the podcast. I am your host, Deja Woodard. Today, before I just dive into this episode one, this episode will be about traveling while in college in like a few of the most common and currently most relevant to me um, topics around how to do that. And two, I just want to start off with saying that last week was my school's homecoming and it was amazing um, as a student from like the regular student perspective, there were like, of course, like the parties, the game, um, tailgates and yada, yada, yada. Uh, and then apart from being a student or maybe not necessarily apart, one of, um, how can I really say this? One thing that I'm fortunate enough to experience is a position where I get to do like a lot of behind the scenes stuff that not a lot of students get to partake in. And I got to go to this amazing, amazing, amazing um, fundraising campaign dinner. And y'all, it is really important that you get involved with your school because if you don't get involved, you are going to miss out on some awesome stuff. Not just, you know, like knowing people and being social and meeting and forming relationships, but just like Schools or like large institutions do a lot of stuff without students. Like obviously they cater to students, students attend universities to take classes and whatnot, but like there is an infinite amount of behind the scenes work that goes into a college. So if you don't feel like you enjoy school, maybe you should like up your investment, find some places to get involved in. And I don't mean like just to say that you did stuff. I mean like put your name on it. Like when you put your name on something, you kind of just like make sure that it meets your standards. You make sure that it's of good quality, all that. So like put your name behind something. But um, back to this uh, dinner, it was so beautiful. Like my school has a student union. I mean, my student union has um, a ballroom and they like transformed the ballrooms. They had the most amazing menu that I've ever seen them have it was just very extravagant and very lavish and like large scale I don't know how to paint a picture for you but it was absolutely amazing and I am just still at a loss for words at the fact that I was able to witness it and just experience it all the people in the room all the event planning that went into it all the behind the scenes work it was awesome um and it was just really nice. I feel like homecoming is just a time where obviously all the students party and have their fun. Um, you know, they do tailgates, they go to the games, they do, you know, the face painting and the cheering and all that. And there's like the parties and the fun. But like even for people who aren't students or are no longer students and have long, excuse me, have um, left the university, I feel like it's just like a time for a reunion almost, if you will. It really, I feel like homecoming is just a really big reunion for everybody, for alum, um, for staff. It's the time for people to revisit one of the most transformative experiences that college is, in my eyes at least, and just come back. You know, like, I feel like after college, people like break up and split off and they go all these different ways. Friends move away for jobs. People go back home. Um, some people travel. Some people like may move from like coast to coast or like country to country or, you know, go wherever and do their own thing. But I feel like homecoming is a time to like come back and like get grounded to remember, you know, the friendships that you made to remember the fun times. Cause I feel like after college, I imagine that I'm probably going to feel old because 
looking back at high school, I realized like how young I was, even though it wasn't that long ago. And I imagine that once I graduate, I want to come back and be like, oh my goodness, I remember all these memories or like, even as you get older um, in college, like I feel like seniors look back at freshmen and be like, wow, was I that like giddy? Was that, was I that anxious? Was I that excited? Or um, simple stuff like that, that people don't really seem to highlight all the time. I just feel like last week was so much fun. I hung out with my friends, of course. Um, we carved pumpkins, which was really random, but we carved pumpkins um, and had like, you know, pumpkin seeds and whatnot, just because last week was also Halloween. But it was just a really good time. Homecoming, Halloween, game day. I wasn't able to attend the tailgate because I was working, but it was all fine. It looks... It looked like it was so much fun. Um, but what I really wanted to talk about today, after that tangent, was studying or traveling in general um, in college. And at my university, there are two huge program pushes. One is called an ASB, as in an alternative service break, where it's essentially almost like a mission trip. You don't take classes. You um, travel abroad or um, and when I say abroad, I mean like internationally abroad. Um, you travel abroad or you can stay domestic and each trip has a location that you go to with a team of colleagues, I guess you could say in a way, um, a team of other students and staff and faculty. Um, the trip is led by a student who is advised by a staff member and you get to go to work in a different community. And when I say go to work, I mean like it's all service-based. It is all leadership and experience-based. It is an awesome opportunity that I do hope to engage in this year. Um, my school offers maybe 24 different trips every school year. So there are like a handful, there are a couple um, fall break trips, but most of them are going to be spring break trips. And all of the trips revolve around social justice issues. So there are a few that are geared towards homelessness. There are a few that are geared towards hunger, poverty, education, um, water quality, health issues, energy, solar power, sustainability. Literally, there's something that focuses on a topic that just about anybody could potentially be interested in. And a lot of the trips, like I said, um, go some of everywhere from, you know, like domestically to like from like Washington to remaining in North Carolina, um, going across the coast to California. Some of them go to um, Guatemala. Some of them go to Peru. Some of them go to Trinidad, Tobago. Like, they are literally covering the map. And I think one of the – this is something that I have applied for. Um, fortunately, my university does allow you to apply for travel awards because the trips do cost money. Um, per student. So every student, in a sense, gets to be on a team of maybe 10 or so students. And over the course of the semester, you get to know these students really well. You get to know yourself really well as a leader. You get to be able to connect with other people who are passionate about topics that you are or who want the same exposure. And as you like travel to these communities and do whatever focus your um, trip it revolves around, you kind of build the connections and connect the dots and realize um, why this is important, why this is impactful, why it's relevant to you and your experience that you focus on educating yourselves and involving yourselves with 
other issues that are larger than you and just making sure that you're aware and exposing yourself to um, something that you're not accustomed to. I think that making sure that you're remaining engaged, even if it's only through education or, you know, um, like information is good. But when you can like get your hands dirty and you're like on a flight to go, you know, build houses for Habitat for Humanity or you're um, creating um, water filters or I know one of the trips is like installing solar panels on houses in communities that really need them. But um, I'm saying this to say that like this is an opportunity that my university provides. And I know a lot of students are going to like tend to lean towards like planning their own spring breaks and wanting to travel but not knowing where to start. And I feel like this is enough to get your feet wet. Like you don't have to take classes. You don't um, have to worry about a class credit. It's something that you can do in your own time apart from the academics um, and the pressure that is associated with it, but still through school. So you still get to meet people on your campus. You still get to get to know each other. You still get to build those relationships and friendships without the stress of having an exam or having a test at the end of it or like rushing yourself into something else um, that you may not be ready for, right? Because it's only a week long commitment. So it's pretty short term um, as opposed to study abroad, which is, again, an absolutely amazing opportunity. That is also something that I hope to be able to do. Um, I'm going to be honest. If I'm being completely transparent, I've applied to study abroad before, but for me, it was too expensive. Um, I have always wanted to go to China. If you've remained, you know, engaged in this podcast for a while now, my minor is Chinese studies and I've been taking Chinese classes since I was in seventh grade. Um, quick recap, I started taking them when I was in seventh grade, when I was still living in Buffalo, New York. Um, and I took them until I moved to North Carolina, which is my junior year in high school. And then my high school didn't offer them in North Carolina. So I stopped taking it. And once I got to college, I was like, I want to take it again. I miss the language. I love the language. I am going to minor in it. And lo and behold, as of right now, I completed my, excuse me, y'all. I'm sorry. I completed my minor um, last semester. So that's awesome. Happy to be done with it. Still feel like I need a lot of language practice. Still feel like I need to go to China. So study abroad is one of the programs that gives me the opportunity to be able to do something like that. So last year I applied for um, the study abroad trip. Um, the study abroad trip in particular that I applied to would allow me to add a minor in business. But at my university, the College of Business, I will say, um, is set up to where if you don't have a major in the college, then if you hope to achieve a minor, they're going to set it up to where you need to take it over the summer, which means that it's really hard to get into the classes, almost impossible to get into the classes during the school year. So if I want to get this minor, then I have to study abroad, essentially. And studying abroad is expensive. If nobody's ever told you, it is very expensive. It is not. It is like a totally separate expense. Um in the summer, at least, I aspire to study abroad over the summer. So for me, it's a totally separate expense from my fall and spring semester expenses, which means that it's even more money as opposed to like somebody who um, wants to study abroad for like a spring semester. They would only be paying for the spring semester. But either way, they were going to have a spring semester, whether it's internationally or here on campus, you know, like regardless, you're going to pay for a spring semester. But studying abroad over the summer is like its own separate thing. 
Um, so I applied to study abroad last year and I got accepted to the trip and I was like elated, right? I was super hyped, super ecstatic and couldn't be happier. Um, and then they tell you like all these things the next in the next steps. And I was looking at the advertisement and I'm like, okay, but the price on it, on the program is this. So why are you telling me that I need this much more than what the price is advertised for? So I had to learn the hard way that it is very expensive. Like I knew it was expensive. I didn't know that it was going to be like expensive, expensive, unexpensive. Um, so, and then um, I found out around this time last year, actually, that I got accepted onto the trip and I was like hoping to go and da 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 Talked it over with like my mom and she was like, okay, cool. Like, you know, um, we'll figure it out and whatnot. And then... I ended up declining the trip because I was like, I have no idea where all this money is going to come from. Like, I genuinely cannot pull it out of thin air. Um, and so now I am intending on reapplying because at my university, the program that I want to reapply to um, accepts admissions on a rolling basis. So I feel like if I apply sometime within the next week or two, I should hear back from the program maybe around Thanksgiving or December. And then all I have to worry about is paying for the trip. So here is the catch, right? So last year I didn't go because of finances. This year I am hoping to go, but obviously I would have to pay for it still. Same obstacle as before. So this time around I am, I've actually talked to a lot of people who funded their trips different ways. Some people recommended that if you're studying abroad that you set up like um, what is it called? I'm drawing a blank right now. The GoFundMes, you know, the GoFundMe webpages where people can make donations and help support you financially. Or you can um, do raffles, which is something that I hope to look into and maybe do um, for my study abroad financing. Um, or you can always do like fundraisers, do the coupon books where you like buy them um, at a discounted price from whatever distributor actually makes them. And then you sell them for like a little bit more and you... The difference is your profit. Um, and then there's always like the ability, someone said, uh, what did she say? She said, do like when you get your um, final kind of like budget sheet that they give you telling you how much everything is really going to cost, um, what you want to do is factor in, especially if you're going somewhere like China, um, your visa, your passport, your books, your tuition. And then for everything else, like your meal, your airfare, um, shop around because they're always going to give you like the recommended budget and the recommended expense that they estimate the flight to be at. But you can always find something cheaper. And obviously an, inter an international flight is going to be super expensive. But if I start looking now, even before I'm accepted on the trip, then I can potentially save some money. But that also kind of frightens me just because I know that studying abroad um, does it's students a service by like telling them what flight their professor's on, um, you know, what airline their professor's flying on in case you want to like schedule that around your professor. If you're like new to it and like not so comfortable, which is me. Um, and I feel like me just going by myself kind of scares me. So I might just have to bite that experience because I don't really know how I feel about it. But because I did decide that I wanted to apply last year, 
the good news is some of the expenses that I had paid for last year still carry over to this year. So like last year I had to pay for my passport. I had to pay for my visa. Um, Last year I had to pay for my application fee. So this year I was very upset when I found out that they more than doubled the application fee. So I, even though I didn't, um, go on the trip last year, my university allows students to transfer their application fees because it's non-refundable, which means that, and it would have meant that had the application fee remained the same price, I wouldn't have had to pay anything again because I applied last year, but wasn't able to make the trip happen. Um, but because the trip more than doubled, I still have to pay the difference. So studying abroad is just like, its own world, honestly. And I know that I have some um, friends who studied abroad and have made it happen. And I hope to reach out to them so that I can give y'all multiple perspectives on the subject and talk to people about how they made it happen and their experience. Because obviously, I'm speaking um, from the experience of not having gone on a study abroad trip or an alternative service break trip. But I just want to share that, you know, it's an option for students. Um, It's an experience that a lot of people speak to. It is the time of, oh, it is the chance of a lifetime where students um, have the opportunity to go on an organized trip with a group of people that you're familiar with to an unknown location and still, for study abroad, at least you still get college course credit. Um, And I just think that it's kind of underutilized on campus, especially in the minority community. So... If you can make it happen and if you have an interest in it, I would definitely recommend it. Um, Even if it's only for the purpose of you taking advantage just because you can, um, definitely recommend just immerse yourself in another culture, engage in some things that scare you, try new experiences that propel you, um, that teach you what to do, that teach you what not to do. Either way, you still learn something. Um, But yeah, that's all I wanted to share with y'all today. If you have any questions or if I can be of any help, make sure that you let me know. Give me some feedback. Be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe. Have a great day, y'all. Happy Monday.